Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Morning, Odds Couple family. Lovely to have your company here on a beautiful, warm, sunny, blue sky Saturday morning. Oh, no, sorry. It's bloody cold. The wind's up. The races are at Ballarat today. It's Ballarat Cup Day. Ten races coming your way. 350,000 for the Ballarat Cup over the 2,200 metres. Darren Weir's never won one. He's got six runners in today's Cup. Uh, if today's not his day, I don't know whether uh, uh, when it will be, but I know uh, what will be, and uh, what will be is uh, we've got company here this morning on the Odds Couple, uh, of course, as per usual. Uh, Simon Marshall, my co-host here on the show, lovely to have his company here uh, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. a pretty whoa, whoa, cool morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's been a big week been a long week, but for those who have been celebrating uh, what happened last week, I just want to take us all back and, uh, and remember when. Can I just say, it's been a big spring, a long spring, but there's only one man that you go to when you go to a fillies and mares race in the last race. Now, I was on the lawn last Saturday after a long spring with the boys. Big shout out to the boys who were at Sandown last week on the lawn, a furlong out. You know, we took the flip-flops off. We're standing on the lawn there. We started with the uh, four bucks, four Corona cans. And that got us to about race five, and then we hit the old Smirnoff vodkas. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was fair to say we were struggling to back a winner. And drink responsibly. And gamble responsibly. Um, but it was a beautiful day, and we're just having a bit of a powwow. Race 10, as they walk around the mounting yard, the fillies in the mares, and I can just say that, what are we going to do, boys? How are we going to blast out here? And without any further ado, I just want to take you back and have a listen to what the great man produced last week because this is what we've reflected. Hmm. Race 10, number 13, I'm a Princess. There you go. Tony McAvoy, Damien Lane. What about the Quinella? 25 to 1. Bang. What about the Quinella we're snogging? No, no. Well, well, you can I'm go the princess. Quinella snogging if you like, but uh, that's the way I'm going. I love a mare's race. Later. And guess what happened, ladies and gentlemen? Bang, bada bing, bada boom. I'm a princess. Gets up at 35 bucks, backed into $31 or something like that. The big fella, Simon O'Donnell, take a bow. You got you blasted the team out in the last race last week at CNN. How do you feel? I feel ordinary, Simon, to be honest. He didn't back it. Yeah, I backed it. And the best part about backing it, where our um, spot was, uh, our studio for SEN Racing was, was yes. right up against the glass of the members' stand uh, in the mounting yard. And the guys that rang during the day and said they're taking Norma, uh, and I've forgotten the lady's name, and I Val, should have uh, remembered, yep, Val, yep. was it? Valerie, I think. Valerie, and for the 34th year in a row. Yep. They all backed and they were right behind me. Oh, it was fantastic. Right? I thought they were going to come through the glass. Is that Absolutely right? Absolutely brilliant. They had a, we were watching them all day. Val had a great day. The boys had a great day, and then they had the winner of the last at 
35 bucks and they were they were over the moon and they're belting on the glass and thinking, we, we, we fellas. Reflections of a champion right yeah, there. Yeah, well, so, now, mate, this so is... I've been following mares races, I'm 55, I've been following them. I've been following for 40 years, and I reckon that's the first one I've got up. It's the first one you've produced. That is just outstanding stuff. And this is why it's the award, this is the award-winning show. An award-winning show voted by the public and the punters that want to smash the glass down and get around you and just give you a big hug and a kiss. So Let's hope we're on, we're on the air for another 40. I'll give you another one. I am a princess. Blasts out in the last, last week. I can't wait. For you to have a look at race ten on today's program, I hope you've got something for the punters at the end of the show. It's not a fillies and mares race, but uh, big sim, congratulations, mate. No, no, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Do you have had an ordinary twenty-four hours, Simon? Why? I'm going to tell you about it in a moment. Uh, Off the top of the show today, um, Mr. David Taggart joins us, uh, the quaddy extraordinaire. Mm. Well, in June or July, he was. He hasn't got one since about then. But uh, welcome to you, David. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen, and congratulations to you, Scoop. Thank you, David. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, very proud moment. Uh, uh, so I had my daughter's valedictory dinner last night. Oh. And they finished school. They had oh. a big dinner, you know, big sign-off. Proud moment for Big Daddy. Yeah, and they, they called for the dance, the first dance. Correct. Uh, and they said to the girls, you, know, you should bring someone up very important to you. Yes. So she took a boyfriend up, so that was good. Right. Everyone oh. else took their father. Oh, oh no. How's that? There and so I'm about to go and tap him on the shoulder eventually and sort of say, oh, look, mate, you know, yeah, tr- mind, yeah, it's my daughter. Drop off, mate. Yeah, drop off. Did drop. you give him the look? Yeah, I gave him a bit, a bit like of a Like you were stare. coming in from the Swan Street end yeah. in your day in the Canary Yellow. <laughs> I said, best you move, mate, I'll fill this dance floor full of uppercuts and I'll be all over you. So he, 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 he departed, gave me a bit of time. Yeah. So I had a bit of a dance. So, so how I, many daughters do you have? Just the one. Just the one daughter? Just the one. Okay. So yeah. wonderful, wonderful Evening. Yes. I left a little bit early, knowing I had to be in here this morning and bright and breezy. I did a lot of dancing, so I, you know, right. I, I was up and about, slept beautifully, mm-hmm. bounced out of bed this morning to drive into the odds couple. I think can't wait to see Jock and Tags and have a bit of a yarn. Yeah. Buttons will surely have some Best hour sound of the effects week. for us today, which he's given us nothing for the five or six weeks he's been here. And Gosh. I was just going through the tunnel and uh, the Burnley, thinking to myself. You can see it was good that yeah. that horse got up last week. What princess. am I going to say on the show? Yeah. Then I ended up going past Montague Street as well. Oh. Then I ended up going past Todd Road as well. So you've, you, I've headed to the other side of the Westgate. Oh, you've just kept going. Got now, we're in Southgate, our studios. I've come from Cafeteria. Eastern Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, so that was a good start to the day. I thought, look, okay, we're over that. Yeah. I can really get back onto the positive side of things. You're just dreaming. Yeah. Get things happening. Mm-hmm. Pulled up out the front. Right. I better get the security key and searching through my briefcase while balancing the coffee. Please. Just, I, don't, I don't reckon I even need to give you three options. Where do you reckon the coffee finished up? Pushing the uh, cash to the side of the briefcase, the uh, princess pop. Uh, what is it? I'm a princess. Um, and did you say you had a coffee in your hand while you were trying to... Uh, get the security badge out of the... Oh, no. You know, to get in. High security here because there's always no people here who want to see you guys. No cup holder? In. No cup holder. What have you done? I might just put it right through the briefcase. <laughs> the full cup of coffee. Yeah, mate. Yeah, the computers, latte with you've an extra computers, shot. You've got computers, you've got iPads, yeah. you've got everything. Well, that's how you come up with you know, a winner like that last Is week. Is that why you just walked in with two minutes to go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mopping up the car he's, in the briefcase. Well, that's a great I hate start. being late and I've just walked in. 
Because my car stinks. Yep. My diary's knackered. It's only going to get worse. My computer, too. there's smoke coming out of it. Yeah. Everything right. stinks of coffee. Yep. Well, you're not... bad. Like that's a bad start to the day, isn't it? Well, it's an unfortunate incident. My daughter's giving me the brush. Right. Yeah. Well, it's so. so I just want to go back to that. So this is a moment in your life. Oh, it's a big moment. Where? How old your daughter then? Valedictory is what? 18. Eighteen years of age. Right. You're twelve. I did, sorry, mate. I left when I was fourteen. Yeah. Thank you, your father. It's the moment to thank your father, isn't it? I've so, got a, He's I, a good bloke, my dad. So for the first time in her life, yeah. in her life, that she's brushed her dad. And I wouldn't say up. it's the first time she's brushed it down. <laughs> but what I but would you've, say... You've, you've realised now that 18 years have gone like that, yeah. and now she's just moved on completely. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure whether she was ever Thanks, Dad. engaged to her father in any emotional state whatsoever. I reckon we've got some background music for this chat. <laughs> Are you okay, mate? Well, no, I'm not. Really I, I, I'm thinking, I just want to peel the onion back as we go to episode 14, Dr. Don't Phil. Don't peel the onion back because I'll start to cry, you know Episode that. 14, Dr. Phil, where they had a chat, father-daughter <laughs> chat. And this is a, it's a lemony snickets type of scenario. So you're clearly affected by this last night, and you've driven all the way to the end of the Westgate and gone straight past Coventry Street. Yeah, mate, I couldn't get the mind of it. Yeah, it was just... Thinking, wow, you know. And then as you're going through your briefcase, you're riding a, riding one, leading one, you've got yep. your briefcase in one hand, you've got the yeah. coffee in yeah. the other hand, you're thinking about your daughter and then wacko, yeah. you spilt yeah. the whole coffee right through. Yeah, gone. Is this how the rest of the show is going to go? Well, Are we safe here? I, I'm not going to participate in the rest of the show. I don't think you guys should be running the rest of the show. Hence, I've put tags in a bit early. I've whistled tags in so much, you come in off the top. Oh, I feel... I'm going to need a hand to get through this. You know what we're going to do? What? We're not far off a commercial break. We're going to get around you and give you a big hug. I think I'll come back good. If I can get a bit of support, I think I'll come back good. But, mate, hey, can you believe that we're six days off from summer? Thanks for sharing that, though. That's what I love about this show. Are we on? All right? Okay. (laughs) I can't believe what the weather's doing. Did you see us at Mooney Valley last night? So much about global Come warming, on, eh? man. It was it was nine degrees and it was howling. The wind coming in sideways. Rain. Ballarat's had twenty two meals for the last four days, and we're six days away from summer. And and Mount Bull is full of snow. Come on. Hey, I've poured I've poured my emotional heart out to you this morning, and you've gone straight to the weather. You've gone straight to the weather. That's this is why it's an award-winning show. This I think global warming global warming is more important than, than your feelings. I was stepped in the heart last night. I've been stepped. You just never know what you're going to get, do you? I'll tell you what. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Pain's only temporary, mate. We're going to get around you. Tags, you want to give him a, a cuddle first? <laughs> I'd love, but I'd love to, but I only come hey, up to his waist. Oh, dear, fantastic. So we're too. looking at where track is today because it's a slow six, isn't it, this yeah, track? Yeah, slow um, six. And and be, as much as, you know, I, I can't wait to get to Ballarat today. I love going to Ballarat. It's just a wonderful race course. Mm. Oh, it's going to be fresh. Oh. It might dry out with this wind. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about the coat and the scarf. The, the wind chill factor. On the, I had a on look the 24th at... of November, I'm going to take a coat and scarf. I had a look at the old weather. Uh, on the old appy, mm. the weather app, and um, it's going to be 15 degrees, slight chance of uh, the sun peaking through late this afternoon. 
Uh, this is not good for Ballarat, unfortunately. It's the Sports Bet Ballarat Cup Day, so we've got a massive team of 90 people going up or so, catching a bus about 10 o'clock, Collins Street up there. We have a two-storey marquee. The top story is Spin That Wheel. We have a DJ mixing some wonderful tunes for the gang just to relax, get around and know one another. Downstairs you have food being passed around and uh, the odd refreshment. And we have a caravan in a little uh, little grass area that serves cocktails all day. Now, last year was absolutely fantastic. And um, so the sports bet team get around it. It's a big day. It's a great day. Don't remember much after race seven, the Cups race eight. We do get out there and actually Drink responsibly. It. Yes, yes, yes. But um, one is driving today. I learned me a lesson last year. We, we should take um, our first break as we thank sports bet for their involvement with the odds couple. Um, you can check out their racing specials this weekend at Ballarat and Ascot. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. We should take a break and we'll come back and we'll, we'll probably talk a bit more racing this when we come back. This has clearly been our best opener. I think so. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple, Saturday morning uh, here in Melbourne, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Uh, we look forward to talking to John Sargent a little later on in the show, but um, before we get there, what I can tell you is composure has been regained in the studio. Everything's A-OK. We're going very much on a horse and information uh, vein now for the rest of the show, which is, um, um, uh, I'm sure you're all looking forward to and not worrying, not... Uh, or pleased that you're not going to have to continue to hear about our uh, uh, personal can, family issues. Just before we move on, though, I can say <laughs> I <know>. that <laughs> bravery does come in many forms, and for a grown man to shed a tear in a commercial break like you didn't share, some things that you don't normally talk about is, I think it's just, once again, um, uh, it's, a, it's a changing of the times, and thank you for sharing that, mate. I'll never forget it. Uh, no, it was a pleasure. And I felt very comfortable sharing it with mm. you guys because you're so sincere and I, I know, you know, you, you're there. We've you're got there. your back, mate. We've got your back. When it's tough, you're there. We, you know what today does, though, at Ballarat? What? It throws up so many different sort of uh, form angles. This is a really deep race day today. Well, you uh, talk of form angles. Angles. We're running a race the different way. Mm. There's an angle for you. And let's talk about that, shall we? Well, why don't we? Because it's race four on the program. It's a great initiative that Magic Millions um, and Sales Yard has come together with uh, the Sportsbet Ballarat Turf Club and put on a, a clockwise classic. Now, a clockwise classic, for those folks who are listening in, is we run the opposite way here in Victoria for this one race for the two-year-olds. Because um, any two-year-old uh, or yearling that has been purchased from a Magic Million sale is eligible to run in the big, massive $10 million race day, which is the second week of January up on the Gold Coast. And uh, what we and it's run the right-handed way, Sydney way. And um, so Victoria, we run left-handed way. So the initiative about five years ago, I think it was from now, from memory, and uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but um, we we decided in Victoria, uh, or Magic Means, and uh, the Ballarat Turf Club, Sportsbet Ballarat Turf Club, decided to put on an anti-clockwise race so that horses could qualify, get their prize money levels up. It's a $200,000 race, race four today at 205 
over a thousand metres and they run it the Sydney direction on the right leg. So this is a fantastic initiative. We have a full field of 10. We have only one horse that has had a run and that's Ancestry number two. It ran fifth, uh, first up there for the Lindsay Park team. But Gay Waterhouse has brought a, um, a filly down and uh, the filly's name is Not A Royal Doubt. It's race four, number 10, and it is the best-backed runner in the race. It comes off a really hot trial in Sydney where it ran time, uh, this two-year-old filly by Not A Single Doubt. And if she happens to win this race today, it's an automatic entry straight into the... How much is the Magic Means? And two million. It's over two on million. The Gold Coast, first now. or second week in January on the Gold Coast. Two million dollar race. So the first prize money for this race today is... $110,000 for a two-year-old having its first start. It's a great initiative, and uh, I commend uh, the Victorian Racing, uh, Racing Victoria, I should say, Sportsbet Ballarat, and also Magic Means for inventing and trying different ways and means for people to participate in that massive prize money day. They also have a number of qualifying races in Sydney and once again on the Gold Coast too. But you must have been purchased, your horse must have been purchased, from a magic million mm, sales. Correct. correct. In either the Gold Coast or Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. Or yeah. Perth. Tassie. For that matter. Tassie. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's purchased at Magic Millions. You can qualify. On these I've ones. watched vision of these races over the short journey that uh, they've been on the racing calendar. I'm really looking forward to seeing, that, seeing it live today. Because you know, you know, we're so used to obviously going anti-clockwise and yeah. the way we race and, and suddenly you know, to watch Ballarat and, you know, Name me one other course. Go up the dip, not down the dip. In Australasia, that'll have two winning posts at either end of the straight on the track on one race day. That's what happens today. So at the top of the straight, yeah, 300 metres out, or I think it's about 280, something like that, there's a winning post there for this race four where they run out of the straight and away from all the marquees and all the people at the track. So um, they're actually running towards the grandstands uh, the opposite direction. It's fascinating. It's really it good. Certainly is. And the other big race, obviously, on the cards, the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup. Darren Weir, uh, we touched on it earlier in the show, uh, six runners. Uh, one of them one of them scratched this morning. Um, uh, would have given him his seventh top prospect uh, out of the field. But um, he hasn't won it before, which uh, yes, the has. races we're – has he won it before? Yeah, he's won it before. When? He's going for two two wins. When, when no, did he first I'll, win? It? I'll tell you. Just keep okay. chatting with tags. Okay. But I, I didn't that. think he had won it. Yeah, no, he won it. Okay. Just, just getting back to that clockwise, uh, the Magic Millions race. Has the winner of this Ballarat race come out and won it? In the, the big one on the Gold Coast? No. 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 Um, just trying to think of. Simon says it's been going five years. Five, six years. We yeah. need to get the stats on that. And please never ask me another question unless you know the answer to it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there it is, lack of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love Simon's intro. How we how he said uh, we run the opposite way. Isn't Sydney and Brisbane that run the opposite way? Yeah. We run the right way. Quite right. Yes. Quite right. Yes. Um, so get that right next time. You okay to go into the Ballarat Cup now, or you guys want to go off on some other tangent? Yeah. Which which way would you like to go now? There it is again. It's okay, mate. Whatever you want to do. We'd like to talk about the week up. Six runners. Six runners. Yep. I thought he'd never won it before, but Simon has corrected me and, and said he has won it before. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know the horse that he had has won it with because I couldn't find it this morning during my extensive research while cleaning a briefcase and driving over the Westgate Bridge. 
What about if another Coldy wins it? That wouldn't that be great? He, three country cups in a row, all ridden by three different jockeys. Mm. If he uh, absolutely, he's been in good form, has he? Another Coldy, but has he got the the actual class of this race? Another Coldy. Well, that's the thing. He's come through the grades all right. He's he's gone up. He's What's he rated Kyneton. He, he won the Horsham Cup. He won that. Horsham. He won that easily. And uh, then he followed up with Kyneton, didn't he? And he followed it with the Kyneton Cup. He won that okay as well. So yeah, this is the next step. Um, Dean Yendall won the Horsham Cup. John Allen won the Kyneton Cup, and he used to be ridden by Ethan Brown today, right. the apprentice. So yeah, uh, that's unusual. Three cups in a row. Three different jockeys. Uh, be interesting to see what uh, what happens with that. What, what do you like in the cup, David? Tell us uh, tell, tell us your top four in the cup. Oh, top four. It is an open race. Uh, I actually don't mind the top weight. Life's less ordinary. Uh, the chaotic form's held up. I mean, if he runs to the the Cantalar Stakes, he just wins. He's got beaten less than two lengths behind best of days at Group One level. If he brings our form, he he wins. I, I just go back to earlier in the year when he won the Aubrey Cup. Uh, he was it the Aubrey Cup or Wagger Cup? One of them two. He he just brained him on that occasion. He won by five hard held and uh, had the race one on the top of the straight. Of course, Kawhi is going to be the one to beat. Um, your horse, Lord Fandango, he's always there and uh, the one right down the bottom, the emergency that's got to run lucky for all. The other one, are wearies. Mm, okay. Yourself? Right. Um, uh, I don't know. I need a bit of time to ever think about it. I love winning form coming into these races, and I know I just questioned whether another Coldy had the um, class to win a Ballarat Cup. But I tell you, the, the two cups he did win, and they're competitive races, Horsham and Kyneton, he smashed them, absolutely smashed Correct. them. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably starting to go that way, that Weary can win his first or second Ballarat Cup. Have we come up with a, a, a another <laughs> unequivocal answer yeah. to whether he has or he hasn't. He won the Ballarat Cup. Simon? 2004-05, just the part. Oh, Gary Murphy wrote it. What, 14 years ago. 14 years oh, ago. Well, you can't hold that against well, me. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Sorry. Thank yeah. you very much for our family, the Odds Couple family, uh, tweeting in, texting in, tags. 2004-05, yeah. what was the name of it? Just, just the part. I knew he'd won it, but I just couldn't remember. The, the time when he had She's Archie running second behind McCobby Dever in the Melbourne Cup. Oh. Yeah. Well, that so was sort of, in a way, that was Darren Weir's launch pad. You know, correct. About that, you know, early in the new millennium and suddenly this juggernaut started. Yeah, Weary's favourite day uh, because he what he does on, on track is he um, hosts all of his owners in a massive marquee. They can all just turn up there and puts food and fluid on and they can enjoy Ballarat Cup Day. Uh, but on your Ballarat uh, race, Ballarat Cup um Racing hub on your sports bet app for Darren Weir to train three or more winners is three dollars, and for him to train four or more winners on the day, you can have eleven dollars. And there's a whole lot more on your sports bet Ballarat Cup Day uh, race hub. So jump on your sports bet app there. But it's an interesting field, Big Sim, because uh, this year you got Life Less Ordinary. He's got Wait for Age form. This horse against some of the best mile and a quarter horses, and um, he's five dollars fifty out to eight dollars fifty. Lord Fandango, who I think's a really good chance, Archie Alexander. Trains on the track, 9.50. He's out to $15, though. Number three, another coldie, Darren Weir. Ethan Brown to ride. He's $5.50 out to $7. Tradesman's really looking for some form, and he's $17 out to 
$19, number four. Kawhi, who was most unlucky at Sandown last start, eight fifty. He's into $6, Kawhi, and he's a horse that can win the race. He's won on a heavy track. The soft conditions will be suited for him. Number six, Mask of Time, is $19, out to 21 Lover Lover will be catching up with John Sargent very soon to talk about Lover Lover. Some suggest that she's a terrific chance, and the market reflects that. She's $9.50 into $7.50. And we'll speak to John as to why she ran out a little bit of form in Sydney. There was a good break and a gap between her uh, Flemington run, where she ran super, ran third. He'll tell us how he was able to turn her form around and why he targeted this Sportsbet Ballarat Cup this year. Number eight, Andrea Montagna is $21 into 13. Barisha, $51 out to 67. Number 11, Pillow Desai won the race last year. $71, 101 this year. Uh, shocking form. Uh, number 12, Lycurgus, he's $15, mate. He's $16. I think that he was a big chance of winning the race. He doesn't want it any worse than a soft six, though. Um, but his last start, third beaten just a length. And when he was a little unlucky over the mile and a quarter, I thought was good enough. And he has that form close to Jermay, who was uh, a two-time, three-time winner this preparation at Flemington. And um, he was only 2.8 lengths off that horse. So with the drop of five and a half kilos, I thought Lycurgus was a great each-way chance. Number 12, race eight, Sportsbet Ballarat Cup day. Number 13 is Master Zephyr, $41 to 26. Schwakadalik is number 15, $71 to 81. Silvera is $17. Uh, sorry, number 17 is $31 into 18. And lucky for all is your best-backed runner in the race and your favourite, $3.80, but an easing favourite, out to $4.50, getting the blinkers on for the first time. OK, we'll um, uh, chat to uh, John Sargent um, uh, shortly. Lover, uh, lover, Simon has uh, set a very good chance uh, this afternoon in the Ballarat Cup. Uh, I think we would all agree, and we'll see what the trainer John Sargent has to say in a few moments' time. But for the minute, let's uh, head to the newsroom now for the news headlines. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back, everybody. Simon Marshall, David Taggart, Simon O'Donnell with you, The Odds Couple, this morning. Now to be joined by John Sargent, trainer out of Sydney. He's got a great chance in the uh, Ballarat Cup this afternoon with uh, Lover Lover, who had a wonderful spring down here of 2017 and has really come back to form in the Matriarch Stakes a week or two ago at Flemington during the Flemington Carnival. It's a pleasure to uh, welcome John to the program. Morning, John. Good morning, guys. Don't know how much time you've spent down at Ballarat, John, but uh, hoping you've uh, whacked in the heavy overcage and possibly a little a few finger warmers and whatever for today. I reckon the horse will run all right, but we need you nice and uh, nice and cuddly and warm down there. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I got told to bring two coats. I've just grabbed the second one on the way to the airport. Don't worry about that. Yeah, beautiful. John, good morning, Simon. Um, mate, um, we just what we do is we like to uh, ask uh, you and our guests uh, a little bit about your career so that people can understand uh, who you are and where you've come from. Um, and your CV is absolutely outstanding and training um, premierships and trainers premierships in New Zealand and also Malaysia. So did you uh, grow up around the horses? Was it a racing family that you stem from? Yeah, my father raced horses, and I used to, until I got too big, ride in the shows. So I was brought up on a farm with animals, you know, all my life. So that's really where it started. And uh, from there, sort of kicked over and did a, did a lot of time in um, 
England at the stables there, learnt there, and then learnt in Melbourne with um, Angus Armanasco after that. So I learnt both sides of the staying type and then the sprinting type. So, um, so it must have been terrific for you to travel to Victoria. Angus Armanasco, for those people who don't know, was an outstanding champion trainer, but um, more importantly, two-year-olds. He absolutely dominated the two-year-old racing. What did you learn most from uh, training two-year-olds at an early age to get them to peak in big races? Yeah, you just him and Cliffy Farr, if you remember back that far, they just monopolised everything. I think we had 76 individual two-year-old winners one season and uh, Angus would get them all in and he'd give them a gallop and put them into different lots and uh, they'd have some decent goes on the punt and uh, you learned a lot the way, you know, the way he just uh, kept them sort of uh, boxed up, short sprints and um, yeah, he was a master without a doubt then. So you've honed your skills onto more middle distance and staying type of uh, horses throughout your training career, John. And in particular, I just want to remind everybody of Gust of Wind, who won a Victorian Oaks here during our Flemington Spring Carnival. Um, why was that decision for your business model to go that way? Probably more so than, uh, as I say, I did a lot of time in England, learned that way to train too. And uh, probably the, I haven't got big syndicates behind me here in Australia or studs. So I have to buy a lot of my horses at the bottom end, and uh, a lot of those are stayers, as you know. Here's a big market for the Splinters, for the Everest, and uh, and the two million dollar bonus races and whatever. So I buy a lot of horses out of New Zealand and here as well that are staying orientified, and uh, that's why probably I end up training a lot more stars than I do sprinters. John, can you give us an indication of some of the triggers that you like to train your staying horses by and with? And in terms of developing bone density and not pushing them at an early age, what are the some of the key indicators? Yeah, I just like to go and get a big run. Like Lover Lover, I bought out of the Rudy the Runs in New Zealand two years ago for 35000 I think. She was just a lovely big rangy type of horse, um, a filly. I brought her over and I gave her a, a, just a quick prep and a jump out, put her out, brought her back in. I like to give her... Uh, staying three-year-old um, a start late in its two-year-old career just for experience and then uh, by the time they get to three it's probably a good chance to now that it's so European orientated now when they're four and five it's so hard for us to win a, a cup now at three they can't run against us so it's a bit of a niche here that you can get in with a three-year-old and still have a good chance of winning in Australia with a New Zealand or Australian bred horse. John, lover, lover, as a three-year-old, she really dominated, and in particular the lead-up to the Oaks, I think, where she was placed. But uh, this preparation, she's sort of ran out a little bit of form, but I can't help but notice that you hit a couple of wet tracks there in Sydney, and she didn't really particularly like it. Yeah, no, that, she did have excuse. I actually was aiming for the Cups. I thought she was good enough, but uh, she ran well first up, then hit a couple of bottomless tracks. She doesn't mind it wet, but not what she ran into in the Craven Plate the last week. She just dropped off with a few others um, that day. So I sort of spoke to the owners and uh, Mark Colton's uh, manager of uh, Seymour Bloodstock. They own half the horse. And we sort of thought we'll back off and um, give her an easy spring, aim her for the matriarch. And uh, she turned the corner that day, went a very good race on a slowly run race. And um, after that, we thought, well, while we're here, it's a great stake and it's a great race at Ballarat Cup. We might as well have a go at that today. Talking with champion trainer John Sargent, race eight, number seven, lover, lover, in the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup today. She's won half a million dollars in prize money. She's just had the 16 starts for the four wins, 
And today she drops to 55 kilos and drawn barrier nine with Luke Curry. And she'll lap this distance of 2,200 metres up. John, what are we expecting today from her on a soft six track? She'll be just nice, as I say. She got 58 and a half in the mate. She dropped three and a half. She's only one off the minimum. Um, that gives her a big chance. Uh, a nice draw. I think nine's just nice for her. She'll posse up probably better than midfield one off. Uh, she's not on speed horse, but she doesn't need to get too far back. And uh, the nice big track there should suit her. Um, as you said, I'd like to get her out and get her going. She's got a big, powerful finish. And... Um, as you would have seen in the major, she was just held up a bit in the straight and sort of got out late. So, no, I think she should get a nice run from the draw and uh, let's hope there's a bit of speed on it because I'd like to send to a good staying tip. Well, the punters are reflecting her chances today in the market, 9.50 into $7.50, Sim. John, thanks for joining us this morning. Safe travels. Look forward to seeing you at Ballarat. Thanks, Simon. Cheers. Good on you, John right. Sargent, thanks, uh, joining us there. Give us a good leg up for uh, Lover Lover in the Ballarat Cup. Time to get into the quaddy. Uh, Simon, will you take us through the, the first few before we get to tags as quaddy? And as we always say at this time of the morning on the odds couple. Pens, pencils, crayons and form guides ready. Here's the money trail for today's meeting, folks. Race one, number five, Smart Coop. Pay is $4.60 and very popular in the market. From number eight, Narico, $9.50 into $8. Five and eight in race one. Race two, number six, I am someone's the best backed runner running today. And $3 into $2.40. From number seven, Rocks the Castle, $3.80 into $3.30, a nice nibble. Six and seven, race two. Race three, number three, Ocean Waltzer. Is three dollars eighty into three twenty. Eight dollars into five dollars is number four. Romanesque three and four. Race three. Race four. Number five is the uh, most popular way. Not a royal doubt. Clearly on top. Four dollars twenty into two dollars eighty. A good go in the clockwise magic means two-year-old race. From number five, Absolute Flirt, who's had a good rally late. Five dollars fifty. Ten and five is where the money is, race four. Race five, four on top, winning par- uh, winning partner, sorry, is $5.50 into $4.20. Number 11, the closer, $14 into 12, a nice little nibble. Four and 11, race five. Race six, number 13, Pure Scott, the only one I can give you a push with. $5 into $4.80. First leg of the quaddy, David Taggart, is race seven, and the money is number four, Silence is $7.50 into $7, and super hard, $6 into four fifty for number five. Four and five, the money for race seven, first leg of the quaddy, David Taggart's numbers. Yeah, this may throw up an upset here, Simo. Uh, you've got a lot of favoured runners that have drawn the car park here, so uh, as I said, like number 13, Hannah Mosa, she's about $20-odd, so she may, uh, she's drawn well. She may just get the suck running behind and bury it too. Number six, Chip and Ham will find this easier than when he ran second in the China Bowl. Uh, so the numbers here are 456, 8, 10, 13. 456, 8, 10, and 13. Second. Simon, second week. Okay, this is the Sports Bet Ballarat Cup, folks, and uh, race eight on the program. Number 20, lucky for all, is the best backed runner, but an easing favourite. $3.80 out to four fifty because there's been a good push for the stable mate. One of the stable mates, number five, Kawhi, eight fifty into $6. 20 and five is where the money is, race eight. Yeah, as you say, Kawhi had no luck the other day. Uh, I think Weir has got this cup won. Uh, His second cup. 
Yes, yeah, he's second cup. Unless there might be the top weight, uh, Waller may, may get it with life less ordinary. Because if he does, as we said earlier, if he runs up to that group one run in the Cantalup, two starts back, uh, he just wins. Um, so the numbers are one, two, three, five, and 20. One, two, three, five. You're leaving. Yeah, they, mate, I love can leave. Lover out. Oh, Lover, Lover, Silvera. He's got great soft track form, winning five from 10 as well. One, two, uh, three, And five. even Lice Urges, Simon's pick. It's. I can't have them all, unfortunately. It's, it's going to cost too much. You're leaving Lover Lover out. But you can put that in if you want. I mean, yeah, I'm leaving her out. It's, it, I just can't have them all. Don't uh, worry. We'll get the money back in the get-out anyway. Would you like to ask him one more time? No. Okay. No, no, I'm just... His quaddy, I'm, I'm Simon. Disbelief. Well, it's a mare. That's why he's wondering. It's his, it's lover, his lover. quaddy. I do love a mare. Can you please have a nap before you go on air today on SEN? Here's no, race nine. Uh, the money trail is... <laughs> Number five, Platinum Angel, two sixty. From number three, Usain Bowler, thirteen dollars into nine, a good nibble. The money is five and three in race nine. Yeah, number five, uh, Platinum Angel. She's suited here by the set weights here, um, and she's the best horse in the race by a long way. Uh, put a line through her last start where she pulled up to stress with that heart condition. Oh, it's never good. Yeah, never good. Is it? <laughs> Not so. the only one. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, Bell Sonic. Uh, he flies fresh too. So they're the only two I've got. One and five. Really? Yeah, I have to go light, mate. I've gone wide and, and yeah. Oh, see, okay. of, it's your quaddy. A lot of lights and wides. And, Good. Hopefully people mm. haven't switched off their yeah, uh, yeah, Fruit yeah. Loops this morning no, and Cocoa Pops. It's, it's, race 10, Sim? Race 10, yes. Yeah, what were those numbers again in race uh, 9? One and five, just the two. One and five. Just Not the two, two the horse. Yeah. Two horses in the third league, one and five. God. Here's race 10, folks. This is the money. Jungle Edge, because of the wet track, is coming from $5 into $3.70. Number eight, working from home, six fifty into $5.08. One and eight is where the money is. Race 10. David, can you yep. please wrap up your quarty? I've left the eight out. Uh, yeah, Jungle Edge, you can't leave him out. Um, hopefully the, the young apprentice, who's on, who's on Jungle Edge? Uh, Jungle Edge is Mickey Poy. Yeah, Mickey Poy. Just let him run. He goes better. Boise. Yeah, just let him run. Don't hold him up. Number two, Shamway. the reins. He, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, it might be... Pouring down rain, so the the rains will be greased. Uh, number two, Shamway Road. He is as honest as they come. Two's uh, out, mate. Two's, two's out. Well, we'll throw the eight in then, won't we? Uh, I should well, have yep. and hang on it, a minute. Can you start this leg again? Raise ten, please. You've had a scratching and it's rattled you a little bit. Yeah, it has. And it's Nitzcraft in number five. He's, he's it running. Um, I didn't do the due diligence this morning. I'll come in late. <laughs> That's okay. Raise ten, please. Your numbers. <laughs> All right. So we'll go one, three, four, five, and eight. One, three. One, three, four, five, and eight. Got it. I think we need to have a chat with him, mate. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to come back with the quality numbers? or you have? No, any? no, I no. think we'll do them now. We might just do them now just quick. Not, I'm not First confident. leg, four, five, six, eight, ten, and 13. Yep. Second leg, one, two, three, five, and 20. No lover, lover in there. Third leg, one, and five. Fourth leg, one, three, four, five, and eight. Correct, wait. You happy with all those? $300. What's your level of confidence, please? 50%, oh, 120, 50%. 1 to 10? Let's talk to you in the break. We just, we've got to have a break. Oh, fair to come. We've got to have a break. break. I don't know what he's doing today. Hope you're enjoying the odds couple. Oh. On 1116 SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Nearly time to pull up stumps on another day of the odds couple. Ballarat Cup Day, $350,000 up for grabs Ballarat this afternoon. Uh, the Ballarat Cup will jump at 
You'll hear it all on uh, SEN 11.16, also SEN Plus this afternoon. I think SEN 11.16 from 12 to 1, and then 5 till 6, and uh, the rest of the afternoon in between on SEN Plus. We look forward to having your company from Ballarat this afternoon. Uh, Simon and David, let's uh, go down to the get-out stakes. You know, if we're, we're struggling, we just need the one, the one that you just you get a moral. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where is it? What, what yeah. is it? And where is it? Actually, I'm building a bank for the for the quaddy that I probably won't get at Ballarat. Oh, that's uh, that's filled everyone with a bit of confidence. Who's written it down in crayon and <laughs> yeah. pencil and written it down wherever they could. Get the eraser out. Piece of scrap paper. Yeah, the best comes up in Rose Hill today. Race four, number two, Sky Boy, and uh, he's he's around about the three thirty mark. He won two weeks ago when I tipped him at a dollar sixty. So that he, he should go on. He Pulled the trigger a little bit early on him the other day and hit the front of the 400. So uh, if he draws, he won't do that today because he'll box seat. And the boulder ran about $10 at Rose Hill. Race six, number eight, Liz Dunvarna. Fourth week in a row they've raced at Rose Hill. Fourth week in a row. I the tr- pulled the trigger on it too early. He did. He yes, did. Marshall. It's another great racing slang, isn't it? I'll tell you what will blend in well please? and maps well and won't be pulling the trigger on early is uh, I'm going to Doomben. Doomden. Race nine, number 13, chapter and burst. Terrific winning first up, and uh, this horse steps up in trip. It can only be assisted here from a nice little ride by Mark Duplessis. Former Sydney job? Mm-hmm. Mark Duplessis? Mark two plus three. Yes. Yeah, okay. Race 10. <laughs> Race 10, number six, rock and gold. Race 10. Number oh, six, oh. I repeat, race 10. There it is. Number six, going rock for and back gold. to back get outs, our man. Uh, that's where we should be going. Not a mare's race, I'll tell you, just that one at the end of the day. And it'll you probably cost me the quaddy. Profies. Oh, you say, oh, oh thank <laughs> you for coming. Thank you for coming. And I say to all our listeners, thank you very much for uh, being uh, part of the odds couple this morning. Uh, Ballarat Cup Day, what a wonderful day it's going to be. We all hit the road now and uh, head west. Uh, to what is going to be a, a wonderful day there at Ballarat. Thanks for your company. Look forward to seeing you again next Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.